Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Are you bringing your pets on holiday this summer? Particularly if you're staying in Ireland, we want to hear uh, your experience of that today on the show. Ronan Flood is the co-owner of Pie in Dundrum. Ronan, are you guys dog friendly? Uh, we are indeed. Yeah, yeah. We opened in December. Um, not only are we dog friendly, we would have a doggy vending machine in the bar. We've got doggy kennels built into the seats. Uh, we're about to launch a doggy menu soon. And uh, thankfully so far, she's gone down a doggy treat for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What, what was the what was the inspiration for this? Because I was I was reading the Hotels Federation, like they're actually um, reporting a large number of inquiries now coming from people who are looking for the pet friendly accommodation here in Ireland. Yeah, um, we have a, we have another bar, um, the Barber's Bar in Grange Gorman, which opened about six years ago, and I suppose that's where it started for us, where we launched the Doggy Brunch. And building on the success of that, we really expanded the doggy offering there as well. So. In the Barbers, for example, we have a doggy wall uh, where we take a photograph of your dog and we put the Polaroid picture up on the wall. I think so far there's about 500 pictures up on the wall. Um, even in there, you can go and get a bag of potato for yourself or a pig's ear uh, for, for your dog. Um, we're, next week, we're installing a tap outside. Um, we're going to get in trouble for this one, definitely. Um, we have a little badge above it that's calling it uh, San, Pelle- San Pellegrino, whereby it'll be a little tap and you can go up and top up your doggy water bottle if you're walking by on your way to Grange Gorman Park. So, yeah, it seems to be the more we lean into the thing, the, the bigger it's becoming. I think dog people just seem to be crazy in the best possible way. Yeah, the Sal Paddy Greeno, it's the most South County Dublin thing I've, I've <laughs> ever heard, Roman. <laughs> to be honest. I can imagine people across the country listening to this today. And yeah, so, so you there know what? It, was, it was either San Pellegrino or Terrier Water. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, but like it's look, there's obviously huge, huge novelty to it. So is it born out of you wanted to create something different or was there a genuine demand? Oh, God, no, there's there's definitely a demand there for um, dog-friendly venues because I think uh, a lot of people, a lot of couples, um, they won't go out maybe on certain nights of the week because they don't want to be leaving the dog unattended at home. Whereas now you can go out for a few drinks or a bite to eat and you can bring your precious pooch with you. And, you know, and even like we, in, in, in Pi, we're launching a doggy menu. We're going to have a barcouterie board on the menu. We've beef, beef potar. So it's absolutely while it's all kind of tongue in cheek, so to speak, yeah. it's, it's still a genuine offering for the dog for the dogs there. What stay with us, Ronan? Eve is yeah. on the line as well. Eve, what's your experience of um, the the pet friendly offering across the country at the minute? Um, I I just told a researcher about an incident that uh, we witnessed. I have a dog; it's a very small breed dog. Uh, I was out with my partner for his birthday last December in a local pub in Inchicore that that has become dog friendly. The barman there had a restricted breed dog behind the bar. And uh, when I asked him why the dog wasn't muzzled, he just kind of uh, didn't answer. Uh, Later on, I was having a glass of wine, just one drink is all he had. And my partner had a pint. And the dog came out later on uh, and I was very, very cautious. And I said to my partner, I I think I want to go soon because um, any of the restricted breeds to me, if they don't have muzzles on, I I would be afraid of them. This dog anyhow proceeded down and people were friendly, which is the other side. And that was grand. 
And then as the dog proceeded to go back up to the counter, the dog urinated on the carpet. And I was aghast. I said to myself, I'm after paying eight euros for a glass of wine. I don't know what a pint is here. Six probably. And this dog. And we had to go and tell the barman that his dog had done it. And, you know, in front of everybody. It wasn't funny. And he came down with just tissue paper. And that. And I was said to myself, oh, my God. I, I just want to get out of here. That wasn't even a hygienic way of wiping it up. Mm. I have no problem with dogs as long as people pick up after them on the path. But I do have a problem with restricted breed dogs out and about anywhere. And this was after paying for a drink. You know, I didn't want to see somebody's dog urinating. And we had to alert the barman. He didn't even know. That's, 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 that's what I witnessed. Mm. And so, were you there with your dog, Eve? Sorry, did you say? No, 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 I wasn't there. It was in the evening time. Yeah. It you wasn't know, that you um, went to a dog friendly premises with your own pet. Well, did I you have brought it? my dog in there yeah. before. And, okay. Um, I have a small dog. It's a tiny dog. And she is yappy, but she's on my knee. And I have asked the barman before if you keep the dog uh, inside. That hasn't always happened. So to me, it's, I, I wouldn't feel um, safe in any place but a, a, a restricted breed dog. Yours is around the uh, restricted breed dogs, yeah. Do, do you have much difficulty, Ronan, in, in dealing with instances like that? Yeah, I suppose, like, we're not naive. There, 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 of course, there are risks attached to having dogs in, in a bar. Well, the same way, there's risks having humans as well. But I suppose for us, we made a decision to try and manage that as best we can. We do have a list of doggy rules that um, is built into our drinks menu. It's also located at the front door. Um, this la- the lady talking there is 100% right about the dangers of a restricted breed. And we did encounter this no less than four weeks ago in which a customer arrived with... Um, um, I'm not going to mention the breed, but it, it was on a it was on the ban list, mm. and we advised the lady that look, you're welcome to bring your dog in, but it needs to be on a muzzle. The, the lady went absolutely crazy on us, um, went on leaving Google reviews, went on to Instagram, and so on and so forth. Um, we stand over our policy. We will not allow restricted breeds or banned dogs um, in a bar. And to be honest, it makes my blood boil when, in, in this case, this lady said that, oh, my dog is harmless. It wouldn't hurt a fly. I'm sure every you know, owner help. says that about their... Find me a pet owner that doesn't say that about their pet. Oh, you know, it, it, it drives me mad. I know every dog can bite. A little chihuahua will, will gnash the, your ankles. Uh, you know, all people are. Sorry now for chihuahua owners out there. I've yeah. seen that as an example. But the reality is no one has ended up in hospital as the result of, a, you know, a, a, a bite or an attack by an inverted commas by a chihuahua or a French bulldog or however. You know, there are well-documented cases around the country of, of, of dogs mm. that savage children and people. So for us, the safety of our customers and other dogs and staff is a priority. And for that reason, we have a, we have a doggy rules policy in place and yeah. it's well advertised and published. Uh, Fiona's on the line as well Ronan, Fiona's in uh, um, 087 1400 106 I want to hear from people today in the programme that are you know actively maybe looking for pet friendly uh, hotels, accommodation B&Bs across the country for your holidays. I mean how did you manage previously or maybe you just left the, the dog at home or in the kennels, I want to hear your story. Um, Fiona's with Surge Coffee in Clontarf in Dublin are you dog friendly Fiona? Are you there, Fiona? Can you hear me? Can you hear me okay? Fiona's not there, is she? No, we'll try and maybe reconnect with Fiona. Just to give, bear with us there for a moment. I think we do have Patsy, though, on the line. Patsy, are you there? 
Yeah, um, Andrea, yeah. Yeah. Are you looking for a dog-friendly accommodation this summer? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I, I still hold the same view at um, Andrea, that uh, uh, restaurants and pubs is no place for a dog, you know. That's, that's my opinion about it. I think a dog should be left at home when you go out to socialise and there's a result for a meal. The dog should be home in the house and you bring home a little treat then when, uh, when you go back in the night time and uh, you'd be more welcoming then, I think, you know. Just not a pet fan or is it this? Oh no, just... I, I, lo- I love dogs. I, I have two dogs myself but I, there's no way I take him into a, a bar or a restaurant or take him on holidays. No. Yeah. Just don't like them around food. Don't like them around food. Don't, don't like them around o- other people also. Like, a dog could snap in a minute. I know you can plan a muzzle. But if you plan a muzzle, then I'm, I'm just kind of saying that uh, this dog is not very safe, you know. Text in from so, the... <clears throat> hygiene as well. Uh, and, you know, so from all two or four different points of view, you know. Fiona's back with us. Um, Fiona, are you dog friendly there at the Surge Coffee? Yes, we're dog friendly. We love the dogs. Um, there's very few dogs that will walk past our coffee shop in Clontarf. Um, they love coming in. Now, we always have dogs on leads. We never let the dogs off leads. Um, I have had two dogs myself, um, and I live on the coast in uh, North County, Dublin, and there's nowhere I can bring my dog where I live. You know, uh, the customers love the dogs coming in. We've never had a problem with any of the dogs, lucky enough. Um, you know, so I, I don't see why they shouldn't be brought in. Most of our customers, and particularly myself and my daughter, run a uh, wine bar on a Thursday, Friday and Saturday in the same premises. And people are allowed to bring their dogs in at night as well. You can bring them in at night. And what is the situation with animals um, in the premises where, where food is, is being prepared? Like, they're not in the kitchen, though. No, no, they're not in the kitchen. They're not behind the bar, the counter in the coffee shop either. They're only out around the seats and behind the bar. Um, you know, so they're not near the food. Uh, you know, the majority of dogs are, are spotless. You know, dogs are part of the family these days. And, um, you know, people love to bring their dogs everywhere they go. They don't like leaving them at home on their own. They've been left for four and five hours at a time. They love to have them out with them. So it's just part of the family and people are obviously, you know, even actively travelling to you then from, from other parts, Fiona. Um, Absolutely. We have people coming over from the south side and all to our coffee shop and wine bar um, because they've heard of us allowing the dogs in. And we've never had an issue with any of the dogs urinating or doing anything else on the premises. And most family dogs are trained well. Mm. You know, Do you they're have part of the family. They're living in a house with human beings. They're looked after really well and they're trained well. You know, a dog will always pull their owner out the door when they want to go to the toilet. You know, I, I did hear the other lady there and, you know, yeah. that wasn't on. That wasn't a nice experience. No. no. But, uh, you know, the majority of dogs are trained very well. They're, they're used to living with people every day of the week. You know, they're, they're brought everywhere. Like, I have a daughter living over in Berlin, and there's dogs everywhere. Every shop you go into, every pub, restaurant, upmarket restaurants, the whole lot. Dogs are everywhere. They're part of the family there. Is it, it's just, it's obviously just a change in, in or is it a change? I mean, like, we have we always been like this? 
I think I kind of feel since we always allowed dogs on the premises, you know, but I kind of feel since lockdown, more people have had got dogs in their family, and there's an awful lot more dogs out there. Um, you know, family members like we're right on the seafront um, in Clontarf there, so everybody's out for a walk with their dog, and they want to be able to come in and have a cup of coffee. They want to be able to come in in the evening time and have a glass of wine. They've been out walking with the dog along the seafront. You know, it's just part of their everyday life. And, you know, they want to be able to bring the dogs everywhere they go. Yeah, there's a listener has got in touch to say the irony um, to see a dog pee on the carpet in the pub, uh, how that has become a massive issue. Can you imagine how many drunk uh, customers and aggressive customers vomiting in the pub carpet? Uh, Well, yeah, not a problem, says, yeah, (laughs) says, says, says this listener. Yeah, like, look, I, I suppose, Patsy, for, for a lot of people, you know, and I, I'll come to the messages now, there's quite a, quite a yeah. few, you know, coming into us. People don't like the idea of leaving their pet at home because they, they see the pet as part of the family. Yeah, but I mean, you've you, you got to separate, separate uh, from the dog at times, you know what I mean? Um, you take him out there for a walk in the morning and maybe the evening, then you go in and do your own thing if you want to meet your neighbour or go for a cup of coffee. I, st- I still think it's, it, it's not the environment to bring bring dogs into bars or restaurants, you know? You don't have the dogs running in the kitchen, do you? Me? Oh, God, no. No, 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 definitely not. No, only the, only the public areas of the bar. And we'd have, um, I suppose we learn from experience as well, because, you know, even our staff, when we opened first, they would instinctively, and we, as most people would, you'd get down and pet the dog. But on foot of a few comments from customers, we took it on board and we'd hand sanitizer everywhere for the staff. So it was kind of drilling to the staff as well, the importance of hygiene. So the staff, of course, are going but to pet the dog. Yeah, if they're petting the dogs and then dropping plates down and... Yeah. I, you know, and I know, and I, I get that, and I take that on board from the customers. It was a learning experience for mm. us as well. So, as I said, the staff were instructed, and they do. When, if they pet a dog, which uh, we asked them just, to, and we, we insist that they sanitise their hands before bringing food. I get it, where some people around food might be a bit iffy, but it's. I'd be, I, I have to say, I, I'm, I'm in the group of people who are iffy about dogs around food and where food has been served. I was actually in a in a place in, in Ranala recently and um, they had a kind of a terrace area and I just sat down at a table and there was two people beside me and they had their dog and the dog was up in the seat that would have been the seat in front of me when I was waiting for my friend and the owner, he never moved the dog. So I was sitting basically across from the dog, never moved the dog, never got the dog to get down off the seat. I thought he would have put the dog to the far side of him uh, and he didn't. I I actually had to get up and leave and go to a different table because I wasn't going to sit with the dog, yeah. you know, staring at me when I was eating. But I'm not. I admittedly, I'm, <laughs> I'm afraid of dogs. So that's you know, that no. probably probably wasn't the best scenario for me. But fairly mixed response, I have to say. Patsy, you wanted to make but, a point. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, the, the shedding of hairs by dogs. I mean, that's that happens on a continuous basis. I mean, how clean? Okay, I know the other lady said that most of the dogs are lovely and clean and groomed and all, but. There's a lot of motor that's not, you know. Like it's, it's yeah, I know, and uh, I don't know. It's just not. <laughs> You're not convinced, not my, Patsy, not I can tell. Thought. No. <laughs> Do you, uh, Fiona, you, you said the, your, um, the dogs in, in your cafe or a cafe when they come in, they, they are um, they are Fiona on leads, aren't they? Did, you, did I take Yes, you? yeah. I took your no, price. We always, we always have them on leads. You know, we would never allow the dogs to run around the place, just yeah. like we wouldn't allow any customers to run around yeah. the place either. You know, um, there's uh, there's 
a limit on what people can do, you know. Humans can't run around the place, they can't run amok, neither can the dogs. Simple as that. Uh, the best thing yeah. to come out of the continent is that dogs are welcome everywhere, says this texter. I love going to cafes and seeing dogs, big or small, sitting there. I think it's embarrassing as a country how afraid we are of dogs. Uh, this texter says, I was in a pub and the dog kept jumping up on the sofa. I'm allergic to dogs. And when I told the owner that his, an- uh, his answer was, I'm sure dogs are allergic to you too. The barman laughed. I'll never go back to that pub, says this listener. Um, another texter, dogs should be allowed in cafes except for the breeds that have tails that <laughs> stick up in the air. You don't want, oh yeah, you don't want that in your eye line when you're tucking into your lunch, says this listener. Uh, Mary has gotten in touch to say, I'm not sure if it's widely known, but we've a great dog-friendly hotel experience. It's at the Renville House Hotel in Connemara. Happy, happy to give that a shout out, Mary. The Hotels Federation have said that their members are reporting a large increase in inquiries. This is from people looking for pet-friendly accommodation for this summer, for staycations and breaks away. And uh, we've been hearing from lots of different places actually getting in touch. Look, maybe we will give, you know, give a shout out to to the dog-friendly businesses out there today. If there's maybe a good one in your area, 087-1400-106. We were talking to um, Ronan Flood there from Pie in Dundrum and Fiona from Surge Coffee in Clontarf. Mark is with us on the line. Mark, are you looking for dog-friendly accommodation? I'm not at the moment, Andrea. Um, I don't have my own pooch, but I'm involved with the uh I'm involved with a project that um, would be very dog friendly. We uh, we're dudes and dogs. We we encourage men to get out walking and talking with their dogs. But I'd be very much supportive of um, dog friendly establishments in hotel and especially in hotels. Do you think we we are dog friendly enough here in Ireland? Should we um, be more welcoming? It, it depends. I think in some parts of Ireland, there's there's still a lot of um, traditions where dogs would be seen as working animals, whereas more and more so today, the dogs are really becoming a part of people's families and an integral part. Mm. And for some people, um, their dog might actually be their family. Um, again, I point back to the work I do with dudes and dogs. We We could be dealing with men who are dealing with a lot of social isolation and their dog might be their only source of company. So I certainly think that it's unfair for uh, businesses to exclude that. And if it's, it is in many cases um, a very tangible um, means of support for a lot of people. So I think it's unfair to, to have someone be expected to, to leave that be. Okay. What about you, Martin? Are are you? Do you think that we are, you know, friendly or welcoming enough to to people's pets here? Is Martin there? Have we got Martin? Yeah, Andrea, I'm yeah. here. Yeah. How are you? Not too bad in yourself. Good. Greetings from sunny Galway. Yeah. It's. It, it, are, are there many premises and places that are welcoming to pets in Galway, Martin? There is. Yeah, I think there's a lot of places. I look after dogs myself personally for people that go away on holidays. I have two dogs here today. But in general, my point is we are a nation, but, you know, uh, sometimes dogs are not allowed on public transport. It's impossible to find rented accommodation to um, to take them in. And yes, so on a separate point, we send them into earthquake zones. We send them into avalanche situations to rescue people. And we send them to wars. So, like, and people don't like dogs. A few dog hairs and all that. So, 
that was my point just to make that dogs are, are, are very versatile animals and I, I have two dogs myself and I love them dearly and uh, I look after dogs here for a living in Galway. Mm. How's business? Business is good. Yeah, yeah. good. Because I, the, I I ask because I have a couple of texts in from listeners who say you, you, you can't get um, a dog kennels or a dog minder in, is it for July and August I'm seeing here in parts of Dublin? Can't get them. Ab- absolutely, yeah. I'm booked out for July and August. I have a couple of spaces for... Um, where it's not bank holiday weekends and that, you know, but any dogs that I get, the people that love dogs that send them to me here, they go to the time and effort to look me up and get referrals. And uh, they love putting, I keep my dogs, not in kennels, but in my home. So they're, they're used to home environments and they get hand-fed chicken in the morning and they're all their beds and uh, I'm with them here 24-7. The only stipulation I have is the dog likes Netflix. <laughs> Five-star accommodation. Absolutely. Yeah. But have you noticed, uh, you know, a greater um, offering maybe from premises and businesses like the likes of Ronan and Fiona that were with us there that are opening up their business yeah. to pets? Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of places in town now that I can bring my dogs into. And especially where they have smoking areas and that out the back, you know. And uh, uh, my, 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 um, my, my point is that the um, the restaurants can be a bit sticky enough, you know what I mean? But in general, if they're serving outdoor food, there's no problem. What about you, Fergus? What's your experience? Hi, uh, yeah. I'm a guide dog owner. Um, Kemp is my dog. And uh, for me, um, he's my transport, my um, way of being independent. And uh, he's as important to me as a, as a car is to somebody else. And uh, so, yeah, so um, for me, there should be no um, barriers, um, especially where there's a working dog. Um, And I've encountered uh, within my own country where um, I went to stay. I was just after surgery with my wife. She took me away to a hotel and um, it's Irish and... And would be close to where do- guide dogs would be in in Cork, to the next county. And uh, we, I went, brought the dog in. It was a dog friendly hotel, and and at reception I was met by a lovely lady and her a red setter, um, making the precedent that it was a dog friendly hotel. And when I came down that night for. Uh, dinner to the bar with my wife. We were going in and uh, we were met by one of the waitresses or that, and she was pleasant and as we were making our way to her table we were stopped and she was called aside and she came back and told us that we couldn't bring our dog in. Uh, it was quite, quite clearly a guide dog because he was mm-hmm. on the harness and it was quite clearly that I'm visually impaired. So with a bit of re to and fro we were let have our seats, but it was quite embarrassing. Yeah. And the next morning, I got up to have breakfast. Now you would think that the staff would be aware and that it was a guide dog and not just a dog. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that people don't want dogs in restaurants and that, but it's a guide dog. And I went to go for breakfast and I was stopped again and he was more aggressive. And I was told I couldn't go in. And uh, But eventually somebody came and 
I went and had my breakfast. But not at any point did anybody apologise. The manager never came to me later, even though I rang and, and looked to see could I speak and talk about guide dogs and about their and that legally they're bound to let them in and no nobody replied. So, but that's not like generally speaking. I live in Killarney and I have a I get great reception to my yeah. dog and to myself. You know, so it, but there are there there's there, there's a lack of awareness and and sometimes. Um, um, where guide dogs and 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 assistant dogs are are seen. So yeah, it's just this to say, like for a person that needs a dog, whether it's assistant or guide dog, or as that other man expressed, whether it's a, a, a companion yeah, or somebody yeah. that's isolated, it's so important for that person. It's their lifeline. You know, it's mine anyway. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and it's 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 it, Ferguson. You're you know, I'm, I'm glad to hear that's not a common experience, but. I mean, like that you you went to a place that describes itself as Absolutely, a dog friendly yeah, hotel, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, aside yeah. from the fact that you you know you're you're obviously there as you say, um, with a guide dog, and and, that's, and right. that's quite that's quite that's quite obvious. But um, in in the main, your experience is positive, though. Oh well, like I suppose Killarney, uh, I'm Killarney, and yeah, absolutely. Um, even even in that same town. When I went down the town for a pint before we had our meal, I had the reception at the bar. I, the people came over to my dog, which has been on the pessimist. And it was, ne- it was just, it has happened a few times. Like in shops, I've been asked uh, sometimes to leave, you know, but it, but uh, not in Killarney, mm. not in my hometown. Mm. Uh, but I, in different situations, I have been um Stopped and that, and it's it's difficult enough. Like mm. that, you're managing your, yourself and you're trying to be independent without, you know. And I suppose it, it comes down to to being aware, you know. I like and 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 I I I I would appreciate that, you know. I I wouldn't bring my dog into situations where I felt was inappropriate. Like if I if I was going getting into a taxi or that, and the dog was soaking. Like I would try not to do that. You know, you you try to be as 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 uh, uh, open as you can, mm. and and not to impose yourself just because you're the dog. You could do what you like. I don't, you know, I, okay. I, I, yeah. And, and even if I'm going case, to arrest, you say yours is a, you know, it's a, it's a guide dog as as well, and that's yeah. He's your yeah. your your lifeline, Fergus. Fergus, thank you for for sharing your your story with us today in the program. Um, lunchtime live at newstalk.com is the the email address. We've got Betty uh, on the line too. Betty, you've been to dog friendly hotels. I have. Yes, I've just been to one, Andrea, and I have to say, wow. um, it was two years ago we had a, a little bit of a um a late, you know, when there was only fifty able to go to a wedding mm. and we were invited to uh, well I was only invited and the husband couldn't come with the 50 limit and that was no yeah, problem and uh, we couldn't get anywhere um, um, you know and anyway the wedding was on in Cavan so somebody suggested to me uh, can I name the hotel? Um, go on you can yeah it was called, it's called the Grover House Hotel okay Having and rang them up and I said I heard that you accommodate dogs and uh, with their guests and they said yes we booked in for two nights uh, it was late July I think 
and um, we arrived down and uh, I honestly didn't um, think, well, where will the dog be? Because she's never been any, anywhere away from us. And uh, so we were given our room and I said, and what happens to the dog? I said, where will, you know, the dog be sleeping? And she said, oh, in the bedroom with you. So we had brought Snowy's uh, bed. Yeah. And uh, we made our way down to the room and it was a beautiful, on the ground floor, beautiful room and uh, put Snowy's bed down. We were there for two nights and it was just absolutely brilliant. Good. Now we brought the dog's food and she never soiled the room or anything. And um, it was a great stay. And yeah. uh, we actually went back about two months later. Oh, very good. Oh, it was absolutely brilliant. And also, Andrea, in, for the last eight years, having the dog and not going away um, to, like, not leaving her, mm. um, we have gone up to the six counties. Okay. And so now you bring here, Snowy with you. Dog-friendly accommodation. Yeah. And it was absolutely... And we're only actually back... Uh, um, on Sunday, uh, last Sunday, from a lovely place in Newcastle County Down, where uh, we've gone for the last couple of years, um, and just are so accommodating yeah. with the dogs. What was the name of it? Just to, to let a lot of listeners wondering about places. What was the name of the place? Well, in Newcastle? well if you ring up, if you ring up um, um, County Down or any of the counties, um, uh, their tourist board, and you tell them what you want. Yeah. They will accommodate you because we've stayed in County Down, we stayed uh, in Antrim, and um, in um, oh, uh, let me see, uh, uh, near Enniskillen, Enniskillen whatever yeah. county Enniskillen is in, you'd know is it Fermanagh? Fermanagh, yeah, I'm yeah. going there today for a wedding actually, but yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. and just found it so absolutely no problem. Well, it's good to hear you had a good experience, Betty, and you're yeah. going, you're going to stay looking for dog friendly places. So, what what about you, Sean? What's your experience? Oh, sorry, Andrea. Uh, my experience is the same. I haven't been in dog-friendly hotels. It's just I have dogs, and I was listening to your experience with the dog in the restaurant. And it occurred to me that if you walk into a dog-friendly restaurant and you object to the presence of dogs, then you might be the one with the problem. Mm. Rather no, than it wasn't a dog. Well, actually, sorry, maybe I stand... Co- uh, I certainly wouldn't know of this place to be a dog-friendly place, because if it was, I wouldn't probably wouldn't have gone to it, if I'm honest oh, with that, you. But- that, yeah, that, no, that, I don't that, think I don't think it was like. Well, it's cer- it's certainly not an exclusive, you know, an exclusively known dog friendly place. I could I no, could be wrong I, on that though, so I don't no, want I, to. I, I I don't want to be as specific. I wasn't there, so I can't really be. Yeah, but it seems to me that in many cases where you have people calling in and objecting, they're walking into a place which they know is dog friendly. Oh, well, I'd have known. Yeah, you're totally right yeah. to call that. I mean, sure, if I'm going to, if I arrive in, into Pie and Dundrum where Ronan was on earlier, yeah. I mean, I can't complain about the fact there's dogs there. I totally accept, no, I totally no. accept that. No, but, but, but in fairness, in, in many cases, what appears to be happening is that people who object to the presence of dogs expect their dislike of having the dogs there to sort of trump everyone else's expectation of keeping their dog with them. And that, yeah. I think, is a bit unfair. Yeah. I mean, what you're doing to some extent is you're walking out into the smoking area and you're objecting when somebody fires one up. You have to. There has to be a little bit of give and take here. Mm. Nobody... Who's uh, more entitled? No, no, well, exactly nobody. Me or the dog? I mean, I've, I've had one experience myself where I was walking my dog down the pavement. It's a large dog. It's a pretty pretty dog, but it's a big dog. dog was on the lead, no problem. And um, the woman coming opposite direction with the child and the child went into hysterics. And the 
a woman, as you would expect, berated me for having my dog there because her child was terrified of dogs. Now, from her point of view, she's perfectly right. But as I walk away, I'm thinking to myself, no, actually, <laughs> the, the child being terrified of dogs is actually your problem. It's not really mine. I didn't know. I couldn't. Yeah. No, it's a fair, so it's, a, it's a fair, it's a fair point, and, it, and it's it's one worth making as well, Sean. I have no 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 issue with that whatsoever. What about you, Dan? Do you uh, frequent or look for dog friendly accommodation in pubs? Hey, Andrea, how, oh, how you good. keeping? But uh, yeah, no, I tell you, I, I actually just uh, I texted him because I'll be brutally honest with you. Like I come from a hospitality background, uh, from managing pub groups, hotels, and I actually have uh, two cafes of my own as well. But I'm actually not going to name where that is. Because I might be kind of, uh, I might be frowned upon what I'm going to say. Okay, but go on. Like where we are, for, like in a like uh, hassle point of view, in hotels, pubs, cafes, Ireland, we're just really not there, kind of yet to like develop that kind of German standard of being dog friendly and pet friendly. Because look, unfortunately, like the EHO currently are under massive pressure. So all these regulations aren't always being updated over time, like, you know, so it's hard enough to get a service to even wash your hands. But when you have, like, pets, and I, I love dogs, I have three dogs of my own, but when you have pets in, in and out of a, being walked in and out of a cafe and sitting down, like, it's hard enough to get, a, like, a staff member to sweep the floor, let, let alone actually have, like, sweep, sweep the floor after, after like, a, a couple of furry pets have been in, you know, especially when you're serving uh, food and stuff, like, we have the highest food standards probably in Europe yeah. or even the world, like, you know, and I just don't think it's really appropriate to have dogs in a premises full stop. And I know there is a lot of dog-friendly places and if they're marked dog-friendly or not. I just don't think regulations in Ireland currently, I don't think it really facilitates for us to to do that, you know. I, I, I just don't think we're there there Yes. Well, like it, 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 there is a point, and one of the callers made it a little earlier, not to dwell on it too much. But I mean, and Ronan said, like they have signs up in in their place, um, asking staff to you know sanitize their hands if they're petting the dogs, obviously, uh, in between delivering plates of food down to tables, and you know, and collecting plates and all of that. How, you know, how how do you, I suppose how can you enforce that? You, you can't really, like. Well, you can't really unless it's an industry standard, you know, Andrea. Like, and, and it's just not an industry standard mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Like, you know, so like as I said to you already, like you kind of can go into places and like, it, like for example, like there's a lot of nefarious rules where staff can wear jewelry and rings and wear earrings and stuff, this yeah. that, and the other. Like, and there is a lot of nefarious r- rules in, in the regulation of food, yeah. of food pre- preparation and serving food. But like when you've got dogs coming in and as you mentioned yourself being in the place where a dog was up on the chair and stuff like <laughs> you know that they're shedding a lot of a lot of dog owners don't even wash their dogs Andre <laughs> it's just it's as simple as that like you know I don't live in every household but like I wouldn't like be a person that would be kind of washing the dog every second or third day you know but like people like these these are like pets roaming around in, in bushes and stuff and they're, and then they're going into the, the local restaurant around the corner uh, an hour later and it's just I- I, long, yeah, you know? I have I have one just brief question, Dan, on this, and and you that's in the kind of the hospitality industry, you might have a, have an idea around it, and I don't want to be, you know, the like the, the 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 enforcer of rules and regulations here, but what happens if somebody is bitten by a dog in the pub? Like, is that on your end? Who's responsible? Like, oh well, the, the pub will be completely liable for that. Completely liable, you know, one hundred percent liable. The pub would be for that, without a doubt. You know, it's happened, it's happened, like anything that happens, yeah. as soon as you walk past that door, 
it's your responsibility. Or a licensed premises, it doesn't matter what it is. Oh, I can imagine the stories we're going to see in you know a couple of years' time about that. But anyway, look, hopefully not. Dan, thanks a million for getting in touch with us today. Much appreciated. Sean too, Betty as well there. Look, if there's dog-friendly premises you want to give a shout-out today, send them in to us, 087-1400-106. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.